1: Phone plans, streams, and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See Cricut wireless.com for details.
0: Hey, Micah is here. I just wanted to drop in for a second and let you guys know that we are rebranding my podcast. We've got a new name, My Doula, Micah, my birth, my baby, my life. And we are super excited about extending the content that we've got going from childbearing to postpartum now we're including family and marriage and just kind of your life in these childbearing years and what that looks like and maybe give some helpful tips and wisdom i mean you know, I'm 51. I got six kids. I think I can help you guys with some stuff. There will still be local interviews, of course. And I'm also expanding now to have including more nationwide interviews. We even have somebody from Canada and Australia. So I'm super excited about this process and what we've got in store for y'all. So join us. I will be interviewed by my friend Lauren Reynolds. So Lauren has jumped on board with me, and is helping me. She's also an assistant. Anything that you see on my social media is because Lauren is amazing at helping and doing what she does. She is such a talented, such a talented person. So, are you guys okay? No, your husband. Okay, both of our husbands' names are Michael. Yes. Yeah, so so we are gonna try not to confuse you guys. Your Michael or my Michael? Well, my Michael. <laughs> it's my Michael.
1: Um, I have the honor of getting to know so much about you, but I want the world to know. So tell us a little bit about
0: yourself. Thanks. Okay. So I have been married for, it's going to be 29 years. Dang. I forgot that. Oh my gosh. In December. So crazy. My husband's name is Michael, as I already said, and he is amazing. He is my rock. I love that man. Uh, we have six children. Uh, Five of them are home births and my baby number six was an emergency C-section at 27 weeks. He's my micro preemie, and I was like 2.2 pounds. Kid grief. I got to sneeze that baby out yeah. of me? <laughs> well,
1: especially, especially after C-section. your 12 pound <laughs>
0: Lord. Yes, I had a 12 pound baby. <laughs> so, so. Don't hate me. It was hard. Um, um, and then uh, let's see what else. I am an athletic coach. I love coaching. Mm-hmm. I love. We're a sports family for sure. So we coach. I coach basketball at the uh, kids' private school. And that's been a lot of fun. I'm a mentor. So I've been a mentor in many different facets of my life, mm-hmm. whether that is like um, a discipleship type thing uh, for young people or marriage counseling that my husband and I have done. Um, we've been life group leaders at one point. Um, I have mentored other doulas. And uh, so I, I really enjoy getting in people's lives, obviously. Mm -hmm. So as a birth doula, it's essentially a childbirth labor coach. Mm -hmm. And so I get hired to attend births. I don't do anything medical. Thank goodness. I get to just totally focus on this mama Mm -hmm. who is doing one of the hardest things she's ever going to do, but also one of the most monumental things she's ever going to do. And so it is a, it is a journey that women get to be a part of that is vulnerable and empowering and scary. I mean, it's just all these different things rolled up into one. And Mm -hmm. so my goal, um, in helping women in childbirth is for it to be a positive experience. It really is. That's my goal. I don't need you to have your baby a certain way. Just helping women have a good perspective on what's happening to their bodies, what's happening with their baby, helping them understand what's going on, Mm -hmm. make good decisions for themselves, um, and how to wrap their head around what's going on and to focus and to breathe well and, giving them lots of affirmation and praise. Um, I That's one of my favorite parts is just singing somebody's praises of, oh, my gosh, you're so strong, and you were doing amazing, and that was perfect the way you were breathing through that contraction. Keep doing that. That's excellent, and you're so good at this. I mean, I had several people at my birth, births, uh, <laughs> plural, and – They're encouraging me and telling me, you know, how amazing I am. And you're breathing so great. And so one thing you guys need to know about me is I'm absolutely addicted to the attaboys. Somebody singing my praises. I mean, maybe I'm like, okay, who's not? Like, who doesn't love that? But I'll keep doing something maybe that I'm not super enjoying just to hear the affirmation praise later. Is that not terrible? I mean, I'm like, what's wrong with me? It
1: sounds like it's just your love language. Absolutely addicted
0: to the affirmation part. So I definitely affirm and encourage these That's women awesome. and and their partners. I mean, they're a significant role in there too. Mm-hmm. So we support them as well. So, love that. I have a question. I feel like so
1: many women I know have their first first birth experience and then it's such an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. and it's such a journey and it can be um difficult, exciting, I mean, right. a, a traumatic, all the things. It's a big joy, like it's life-changing in so many ways and um I feel like then after their first birth, they start to think about, man, it would have been nice to have some support that mm-hmm. I didn't know I needed. And mm-hmm. so what what do you feel like women would need to know now before they even have their first kid? Um, how do you really get in their minds and yeah. be like, it is so valuable to have an emotional
0: support system while you're um, in labor and after? Yeah. So I would say most women who are pregnant for the first time, are aware of how much they don't know. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them jump in and dive in and start Googling and researching and listen to podcasts and talking to friends Mm -hmm. to try to learn as much as they can about birth. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, when I'm actually sitting down and talking with somebody, maybe they're interviewing me Mm -hmm. to see if they want to hire a doula or, Maybe it's something I run into and they're like, what does it do actually do? And and to help them understand um, a little bit better about Mm -hmm. my role and how important it is and how, you know, functional it is. First of all, I tell them, hey, even at my fifth birth, natural birth, and I had great experiences, I still had women supporting me. Mm -hmm. When you have somebody in the room with you that has been there before, has done this before themselves, and they've helped other people do it, I know what birth looks like. Yeah. I know what it can look like. I know where we're headed. I know the different things that are going to be talked about, the different choices that you're going to need to make. I know what all your options are. I know what a woman looks like when she's in active labor. And I know what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I know what happens to a woman as she starts getting into transition mentally, she starts spiraling down because this doubt comes in. Mm -hmm. Can I do this? And Oh my gosh, I've already been doing this for eight hours. How much longer I get to answer all those questions. I get to support her and help her get that mental image that she needs to get to understand you're doing this for a reason. There's Mm -hmm. a purpose behind what you're doing and then I get a game plan together. So one of the most effective tools is when when we find that way for the mom to manage her contractions mm-hmm. kind of this, you know, this rhythm, this ritual so to speak mm-hmm. and and she relies on that and she's breathing well and 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 it's going well. Kind of found her groove. Right. At some point that's not going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And because I'm there start to finish, I'll know that that was the hardest contraction that you had because you just made this look on your face that you hadn't made yet. Mm -hmm. You just shifted your body in a way that you hadn't been doing. So I know immediately. So I'm going to catch that mama and we're going to go ahead and talk about it. And we're going to switch that game plan Mm -hmm. before she keeps trying to make that work for the next several contractions. Mm -hmm. And now she's ready to throw in the towel Mm because she feels so defeated. That's not working anymore. So I catch that immediately because I've been observing this mom Mm -hmm. and now we're coming up with a different game plan. Here's what I think would be helpful let's try this over here let's walk a little bit hey let's lay on your side let's have three contractions on the potty and then we'll do hands and knees and we got this like 45 minute game plan of what we're going to do and then we get to the end and lo and behold two hours has gone by (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the mom is like girl i don't know if i can do this i've changed my mind i've been doing it for so long i'm exhausted i think i want the meds i'm like thank you for telling me yeah that's actually a really great sign okay Let's change what we're doing. Let's shift. Let's get you in the shower. Let's get that hot water on your belly, on your back, and provide some relief. And then, you know, after that, if we're still feeling the same way, then let's revisit this conversation. Mm -hmm. So I just tabled you want drugs Mm -hmm. because you've told me beforehand, that's not what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. And so every woman kind of gets to that point of no, 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 I'm done. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me that it's good to tell me that because now I know where you're at. That helps me kind of determine where you're at. And so there is absolutely nothing wrong with ending up getting the meds or the epidural. Sometimes that birth just calls for that. And that is great. And it's exactly what that mama needed. But we always try to redirect and distract first, just in case she's just letting me know, damn that was the hardest contraction i've had (laughs) whoa are we sure this is what we want to do just communicating i don't most of the time it's not really that they even want the drugs they just don't know what else to say Mm -hmm. you know so that's awesome thanks for sharing that i think that's going to be so impactful
1: to hear good for so many mamas um switching gears a little bit you okay one of my favorite things about you is that So many people say, oh, I would love to do this one day. Oh, it would be amazing to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. One day I'll do this. And I feel like that's always, I would love to write a book one day. (laughs) You actually do the things that you want to do and you set out to do. Like you do them. You're such an activator. And I love that about you. So you are an author, which is crazy. So
0: crazy. Can you
1: tell us a little bit about that process?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, y'all, it's really hysterical to my family that I'm an author because I don't read books. (laughs) Like that is, n- I don't think you were supposed to admit that. That That's not my thing. <laughs> it's just not my jam. My husband is an avid reader and I mean, loves to read, soaks in these books. <clears throat> Sorry if I sound tired. I was at a birth till 3am. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. That was a good plug. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. That's what you do for, if you're going to be a doula. That's what your life looks like. You keep going the next day. Um, book. So, he found out after we were engaged we were having this conversation with my family and we're just kind of talking or whatever and I read this my family's talking about a book they just read or blah 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 and then he goes "Hun, what's your favorite book and I was like you know I don't really I don't know I don't know that I've ever really finished a book and he's like I'm sorry what did you just say I was like yeah I, I actually don't remember ever finishing a book and he was Seriously, mortified. Like, what in the world? So, yeah, I am not a reader. So, the fact that I wrote a book is hysterical, <laughs> but I didn't have to like create my own content. I mean, it's my life essentially on paper. And
1: which it, honestly is what people want to hear, right?
0: Yeah. It was so, stories. it was fun actually. Um, therapeutic in some ways, for sure. And um, I mean, quarantine brought all my people home. Like, there were nine people in my house. <laughs> we broke the law every day because only like eight seven or eight people were supposed to be in a room what happens if they're all your kids yeah all my well all my kids and two grandkids uh, (laughs) we're back home for quarantine and that is when i decided to write my book i couldn't get into the hospitals and we weren't allowed so i just took advantage of that and just went for it yeah
1: and now a word from our sponsors
0: So I had always said like when I'd be at a birth or maybe I would have a postpartum visit or something and we're kind of reliving or recalling some things that happened or things that were said, mm-hmm. or like I said, even in the birth. So something will happen. And I look at my client and I'm like, I've always wanted to write a book called the humor in birth. And this is going in the book. Ah. You know? So I've been saying that for years, yes. you know? And so I've just kind of stocked away the stories mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I tell on myself, um, I tell, you know, my client's identities are protected mm-hmm. in a big way. I don't use their real names. I change minor details in mm-hmm. the story. I separate your story. So your story may be in two different chapters or I combine mm-hmm. two people's stories. So, um, I do that on purpose cause I want to protect their identity. But then I got some clients that are just already telling people I'm so and so in the book, mm-hmm. you know, they love it. They're owning it, which is super fun. Um, so yeah, it was a blast to get to write. Um, Harder than you might think yeah. in terms of once you're done, you're not done. Mm-hmm. And then you edit and then you're not done. Mm-hmm. And then you have to bring in a professional and then you're still not done because they keep sending it back to you. And I know and you, asking you're asking like, questions. Let's I'm make like, moves. Let's go. I already finished this <laughs> yeah. project. I'm moving on. Why uh-huh. are we still working on this? Yeah, totally. Um, so that process was long and lengthy. That's not yeah. me typically. Yeah. I'm in and out. So,
1: but what an accomplishment. Thank
0: you to push through
1: those things that maybe don't feel like your norm. I feel like even in the name, the humor and birth, well, I mean, there's a lot of people have different views of birth, but I feel like the societal, societal norm is screaming mom on her back. "Ah!" Mm -hmm. And that's like kind of where your mind has been programmed to think about, but just even reading the title of your book, the humor and birth, I've been able, it's just, it's now, it's switched the, it's switched the script a little bit. And I don't know, how have you, how have you seen that that? impact people that have read it?
0: Yeah, totally. So I really, there's some, most of the time when we're talking about childbirth, if you are researching, if you're reading something, if you're hearing someone, we're definitely talking about the monumental. We're talking about the seriousness of it. Um, We're talking about the education, the preparation Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe we're talking about the trauma. We're talking about what went wrong. We're talking about somebody's soapbox. Mm -hmm. That's typically what we hear and what we find. Mm -hmm. And so I do want to bring to the table this idea that, okay, maybe we can stop scaring women. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe (laughs) we can give them some perspective of how amazing this can be. We're Mm -hmm. not going to take away the fact that it's hard. It It is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's messy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it can get loud. Um, there are moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? That, you know, panic. And that's why when you have a support person there, they're right there with you in it. You're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing this journey together. But, and so definitely I'm not saying there's no such thing as trauma and mm-hmm. birth. There absolutely is. And things can go wrong. And women don't always get what they want. Now what? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that, you know? And so I'm hoping, so what we have seen, this was your question, what we have seen from people who have read the book, so if it's a, a newbie, a mom that hasn't mm-hmm. um, had a baby before, you know, we're getting this feedback on some reviews of, oh, my goodness, that helped me so much relax. Like I came down off my ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, this gave me a little sneak peek into what birth can look like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just real life. It's mm-hmm. just normal life. Y'all are just carrying on like normal people. Yep. You should feel normal during Mm -hmm. birth. You know, it's not anything you've done before if you're a first time mom, but you should still feel like yourself. It should still feel like normal life. You're carrying on conversations, Mm -hmm. enjoying the things that you normally enjoy. So, yeah, so that has been really exciting to hear. And we've even heard from moms who've already had babies and have read this and they're seeing themselves on the page Mm -hmm. and recognizing Mm -hmm. I am not alone we're all in this together wait she just has a she just gave a totally different perspective of Mm -hmm. this scenario that I went through and she just turned it into something that could be positive Mm -hmm. so they're encountering some healing Mm -hmm. as a result you talk about rewarding that's been super rewarding for me to hear and and just women being able to reminisce about Mm -hmm. their own birds you know and and maybe they've given birth a long time ago so it It's exciting to hear, and, and it's also really fun to get the feedback of, oh, my gosh, I was laughing so hard. I've never laughed out loud like that, and I was crying like I had tissue. Yes. And so you're like, holy moly, that's just amazing. And people who know me, like – I totally saw you on the page. I could hear you, yeah. Micah. It's so you. Well, your voice is so
1: distinct. So I feel like you can hear the words awesome. in your mind. <laughs> great. I love
0: it. And so people who know me definitely see me. And yes, people who don't know me, yes, I want you to get to know me. And so hopefully the book has provided that as well. So yeah, it was a great it was a great project. Don't know that I'll ever do that again, though. Uh, but it was know. great. It was fun. Maybe
1: in 10 years. We'll see. <laughs> <sing. laughs> I love that. So you are such a dynamic person And I'm sure there's a million things that you would want maybe people to know about you or you that would feel really authentic to yourself. But what's one thing that you can share with listeners today that you would just really hope people would know about you?
0: Yeah, I am. um, I'm a pretty genuine gal. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, if it's if it's not real. I don't want it Mm -hmm. like I don't want it and that shows up in all areas of my life. Um I have struggled like most moms when I was younger with oh I got to do this right mm-hmm. and I got to do this well cuz I'm going to ruin this kid mm-hmm. if I don't. You know, we all struggle with that and going to bed all oh, the things I didn't do or the way I messed up mm-hmm. and just not giving ourselves permission to be human mm-hmm. and no you are not going to do this thing perfectly. And guess what, even if you did do it perfectly, that doesn't mean your kid is not going to go through hard things. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean your kid's not going to get into some stuff that you're like, oh, snap, that's not good. (laughs) What did I do wrong? You know, it doesn't matter if you did it perfectly or not. But there is absolutely no such thing as that. We are all different people. Then you add a spouse into the mix and they're a different person. And now you've birthed a completely different person. I mean, we've created families, you know what I'm saying, that are going to have their own flavor, that are going to have their own um, spent on life and, mm-hmm. you know, what they want to do. So it everybody is going to look different in how we move forward in this. And so I was hard on myself um, early on as a mom. Mm-hmm. Definitely got burned out because mm-hmm. I thought it was bad yeah. to take a break mm-hmm. from your kids. Like, oh, that's so shameful that you want a break from your kids. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not shameful at all. So I got burnt out in a bad way. And so it took some time. I mean, like maybe a couple of years mm-hmm. for me to start – really considering some things that I needed mm-hmm. and that is not selfish to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause I can tell you right now, if you're not taking care of yourself, your family will suffer. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing you can do mm-hmm. is to neglect yourself, you know? So at this point in my life, this has been a journey for probably over 10 years now, but definitely now that I'm 50, Woo. I do not, <laughs> like. I do not have time to perfect xyz i don't have time to explain why that like okay i i'm a hypocrite when it comes to driving <laughs> oh my gosh like that is why i cannot advertise waco doula on my car <laughs> because it it a bad i just cut you off and then you cut me off and i am screaming out the window uh-huh. like i'm a i'm definitely a hypocrite when it comes to driving and so that's not good that's not a great feature about me I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm I, I'm not out there to get in a wreck. I I'm not a rage driver. But yeah, that that's just not an area of my life I'm going to spend a lot of time fretting over. Yeah. And and you may not like what I just said, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I I don't need you to like everything that I just said. So, Honestly, it just sounds like freedom. Oh, it absolutely is. Like, it is such a relief to know that oh, I don't have to do this, not just perfect, but I don't even have to do some of this well. Right? I mean, it's okay. we Mm got to let each other off the hooks. I love the bloopers. I love the mistakes. (laughs) I love the, you know, oh, I just slipped out a cuss word in front of my pastor. I mean, I love (laughs) that stuff because it means we're people. It means we're real. It's authentic. It's genuine. And that is definitely true about me. I am super easy to read as well and so I don't fake very well of oh I'm doing so good with the plastic smile on my face I'm just not good at that and so even my kids are like mom are you stressed yeah okay obviously stressed you know so and it doesn't mean there's not areas of my life that I'm working on Mm -hmm. there are of course I mean we're all growing I want to grow I want to learn yeah um but I'm not, my goal is not, I'm going to be a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. I, I think I actually disagree with that statement. <laughs> and what what does that mean? A better version of myself. I'm just who I am. Yeah. And today I'm this person. And guess what? That's really not who I was 10 years ago. And 10 years from now, mm-hmm. I'll be in a completely different mm-hmm. place than where I am today. Mm-hmm. And so I got to be good with where I am today. Yeah. And there's some undone things in my life for sure. Yeah. There are some brand new things I'm starting like a podcast. <laughs> in my life that I feel unsure of. That's okay. Yeah. I want people to go on the ride with me. Yeah. I want you to know that I don't care about this ta-da, look how amazing mm-hmm. I am and what I've accomplished and let me show you how to get where I am. Mm-hmm. Nah, nobody needs that.
1: Well, and it's probably why you were so drawn and why you ended up in such an industry that you did Mm -hmm. being a doula, because I don't know. I can't think of a more vulnerable, raw, real, like real life. You can't hide anything when you're in labor. (laughs) I remember
0: (laughs) unfiltered, uncensored, totally.
1: And it takes someone I feel like you to be able to meet someone where they're at in that place and Mm -hmm. live in that place
0: with them for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And my my journey in becoming a doula has been super authentic as well. Very mm-hmm. organic, very natural. Mm-hmm. I didn't like wake up one day and go, you know, I think I want to be a doula and then just go for it. Mm-hmm. It was as a result of my own birth experiences. As a result of attending, the very first birth I attended is my sister's birth mm-hmm. 31 years ago. Wow. I think that's how old my nephew is. And I mean, I wasn't married at the time. I was like 19 or something crazy like that. But that even set me up for this future, you know, yeah. and that was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I had no idea that I was going to become a doula. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just had no idea. And so having my own babies, having one of my midwives that delivered three of my babies asked me to be her assistant, doing that for a couple of years, yeah. getting all of this natural birth experience and training Mm -hmm. again none of that was so that I could be a really great doula I did it because I enjoyed it yeah because I loved being in birth giving to these women and helping them I was I was good at it yeah and so I just did it because I wanted to you know and so I think my journey and my story is probably a little bit different than especially new up-and-coming and and aspiring doulas Mm -hmm. um I just had a lot of, like I had been to 30 births before I ever got officially certified as a doula. I was getting paid for births as I was going through my certification. Mm -hmm. And so, again, just very natural, very organic. And I'm super thankful Mm -hmm. for those experiences. I Mm -hmm. really, really am. And so even my journey in becoming a doula has been pretty raw.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's something to be said, too, about how you just did what you wanted to do, like did what you enjoyed, yeah. did what brought you life. I feel like, you know, I'm a millennial and what is it? Gen X or Gen Z, whatever is underneath that. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's yeah. like, has to be this other than decision, but it's like truly stepping into what do you enjoy and how do you live that out?
0: And huh. I feel like it culminates in you having mm-hmm. an authentic life. Mm-hmm. While I love birth and I enjoy what I'm doing mm-hmm. um, and Wow, I get paid for it. It's so, so cool. It, it's a hard gig. Like, I'm on call 20 as a solo doula, I was on call 24 7, three to four weeks for every client. Mm-hmm. This Facebook memory just popped up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there's a pic, it's a picture, like a pic collage of three babies. And it was three different babies. And in a 30 hour period, there's two hospitals here in Waco. I was at one, went to the other. And came back to the first one. Three babies were born in 30 hours. Oh, my goodness. So that's hard, y'all. I'm just going to tell you right now that's hard. And when you are on call and somebody's already hired you, you protect that space. You don't just go out of town Mm -hmm. whenever you want. I mean, you told them you would be there. Mm -hmm. I take that very seriously. And so I have a team of women now because I'm too old to do that. I don't want to do that anymore. So we, I created an on-call rotation, which is beautiful. We all know when yeah. we're going to be on call. And if that mama goes into labor on Tuesday, yay, I get to go to that birth, you know? Yeah. Um, and it keeps us fresh. We are not yeah. going to get burned out as quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, training new apprentices, excited about you guys attending birth, mm, um, learning something, and then getting in on the team. It's, yeah. it, it's great. Yeah, Ooh, that's so exciting.
1: Well, oh Mike, I'm so excited for this podcast. I feel like it's such a unique window, really specific and really fresh, mm-hmm. and honest, honestly, really redeeming for a lot of women to hear such a fun and real and authentic
0: awesome. side of birth. So, um, thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. I love, I love talking. I love interaction. Mm-hmm. I love the conversation. I love to talk about birth. I love to talk about life, and so. We're going to try to get all of that rolled up into one with mm-hmm. all of our different episodes and yeah. the different um, uh, people that are coming in, the different guests that we're going to have. And so super excited, girl. What a fun experience. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at mydoulamica. We can also get connected at mydulamika.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth Stories and insights from a doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.